That'll do. That'll do, pig. That'll do. What's yeah, that that'll do. Is that from Babe? I don't know. Have you seen Babe? Probably a long time ago. <laughs> uh, welcome back to another week of Steel Wool. I oh, feel like yeah. I catch you off guard every time. Yeah. But you got to be used to it by now. Dude, yeah. okay, last week was our 10th episode. We're in the double digits. Glad to go back and put in, because we just started like we usually do, but I didn't. I had it when I went back and recorded like a little snippet of me saying where they can find us and everything. Mm. And I was like, well, this is episode number 10. This is it. That was the one with Anders, right? Yep. So that was our first guest last week. Yep. We meant to do that for the 10 day anniversary. Yeah. We did, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Look at us hitting those goals. Yeah. Podcast goals. (laughs) So, anyways, you can find us at Instagram and Twitter at steelwoolpod at steelwoolpod. Uh, you can email us at steelwellpod at gmail.com and you can leave us a voicemail at 209-250-7527. Um, I called the number to make sure it's still up and everything because sometimes you don't use those numbers every once in a while. They'll just take it down. Mm-hmm. And the the message I left, like the voice message was, hey, it's still will leave a voicemail. But it's like sounds super grainy and terrible. Like it, this, the sound quality degrades over time. Oh, really? It's really weird. Yeah. So it sounds like crap. So excuse that. And uh, and we're gonna be a lot more consistent with our Instagram. Mm-hmm. We got some uh, some new tools to work with. Yes. Um. So yeah. So we're busy. We get busy ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Harvest is over, man. It's done. How do you feel? I feel relaxed. I'm focused, not finished, my friend. That's how I feel. That's uh, Chris Hogan, if you don't know. He's a Ramsey personality. But yes, I'm relaxed. I uh, took the day off work on Saturday, which was yesterday. Ah, I feel so good. Because <laughs> I, I woke up, I'm like, I don't want to go to work. So I said, hey, Chuck, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take the day off. He's like, cool. He's like, have a relaxing day. I'm like, sweet. <laughs> so I slept in. I uh, made myself breakfast, which I haven't done in a long time. I made some like really nice, strong coffee. And so I got the egg, I made rice and eggs, got the coffee, <laughs> sat down and watched a movie. I watched a good movie too. What'd you watch? The Witch. Ooh. Which I thought was like, okay, it's probably gonna be super scary. Let's try it. Have you seen it? No, but that's the one with, is it Liam Neeson? That's in it? No, but oh, that's I can see why you think it's him. Yeah. Who's in it? Who's the? I don't know his name. Uh. He's in other movies. He's in like, um, obviously he's in other movies. <laughs> The girl, like the main the main girl in it, his daughter, she is in Split, which I didn't know. Okay. I, I looked it up. Um, anyways, it's about this family. They're a, a, um, uh, Puritans, essentially. So 16, 1630, um, New England. This is in America. Mm-hmm. And um, the whole premise is the church is like getting weak in this guy. It's not a church movie at all, obviously. <laughs> And this guy, uh, he's preaching the real gospel, and they kick him out of the community, and they have to go live like in the very. It's like a one day horse ride to get back to town, Ooh. and um, so they're super pious Puritans. You know, they're they're going through the Westminster Catechism. They, you know, pretty really devoted Christians, and uh, so they're out there alone. And this might be a spoiler. I don't know, but. The daughter, she's she takes the baby out and just like just entertain it, get it away from the family for a bit because they're getting tired of it, I think. And she's playing peekaboo. This is probably the scariest part of the movie. She's playing peekaboo with it, 
it's only scary because it's like all of a sudden she goes boo and, and whatever. But she's playing peekaboo and she's right there next to the baby, like like probably as close as my laptop, right? Three or four times, and it's not like she's waiting for hours with her eyes closed, mm-hmm. just like one, two, three, boo, and she does like three or four times. She does it again. The baby's gone. What? And they're freaking out, and then it goes to the scene. Big spoilers, by the way. Maybe like four years old though, so I don't really care. Yeah. <laughs> and this is the the grossest scene ever. It's this old, old lady. Old lady out in the forest, and she's naked. You don't see anything but like her butt, I guess, kind of. Mm-hmm. Old lady, and she's sitting over this thing, and she's like, has a stick, like a, like churning butter, and it's like making that. Like <laughs> 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 and it goes close up on her, and she's rubbing something on her, and it's blood and guts she's rubbing, and it's the baby. Oh, you don't see the baby or anything, but you just see like yeah. it implies like, it's, it's yeah, you the child. Yeah, and so the. The premise is that they, this witch has put a curse on their family or something like that. And it gets crazy. Satan's involved. Like Dang. actual, it's like Satan, he like talks. Dang. And he's a, uh, yeah, you have to watch it. It's pretty, I thought it would be super scary, but I kind of liked it because I'm like, man, I like this family a lot before they got all crazy. Because <laughs> they're like, this guy was teaching his kid the catechism and everything. And it was interesting. So I watched, uh, have you ever seen The Ritual? Ooh, is that on Netflix? Yep. It's a Netflix original? Yeah. No. That one that looks too scary. That one's pretty crazy. Man, we always be talking about scary movies on this podcast. I know. What is it like a jump scary or just like, ooh, it's freaky? Um, more freaky. Yeah. Um, I think there's maybe one or two maybe jump scares. I can't really remember. But I remember it's just it's more freaky than anything. Yeah. Okay. Dude, have you seen Back country? No. It has this bear mauling scene, because they get mauled by a bear. Mm-hmm. Spoiler alert. <laughs> Way worse than The Revenant. Really? Yes. So much worse. Dang. It's brutal. Yeah, I didn't, the I didn't the Revenant go, was bad. I, I didn't want to go camping after I watched this scene. <laughs> Seriously. Oh, my knee hurts. So anyways, yeah. Made myself breakfast. Has some nice organic eggs like we got it from someone's house they grab chickens ooh and a black cup of coffee some white rice <laughs> I just licked my mic on accident <laughs> um what else did I do then I came here and did some stuff for youth and, and uh some church stuff and then I went to Hawks with my dad and we were there for six and a half hours dang just were you at a table eat, or th- at the bar at a table hmm. eating naps drinking beer and I went home and went to sleep and woke up and it's today so <laughs> I'm happy Harvest is over I kind of miss it a little bit because I don't get to listen to as many podcasts now because I'm not just sitting in a tractor <laughs> but um, yeah it's it's good though I like I like to be done wait so you you normally don't get weekends off uh, not for sure not during Harvest oh okay um, I, if I want to take it off I could take it off but I mm-hmm. don't and then it just depends um, how many hours I want to work and stuff. And really depends on how much I want to make because, mm-hmm. like, right now Christmas is coming up. So I'll probably just work weekends because earn some extra cash. Yeah. Or not cash, earn some extra money in my paycheck. But um, it's not because that job's so flexible. Just because that's how it is. You, you know, 
That's how it is with the guys, too. They can take a day off whenever they want. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, harvest is, like, you're there every day. Harvest, and then when you replant, too, um, that's pretty labor-intensive. So we're there every day as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, how's school going? Good, good. How was your weekend? Eventful. Eventful? Yeah. How was a six- to seven-hour drive? Actually, it wasn't too bad. Uh, I, I slept most of the time cause since we had uh, a job the night before yeah doing that scratchy scratchy oh yeah um yeah it wasn't too bad it was about like a five hour car ride back oh wow so even yeah yeah but it was pretty fun how's the weather good yeah way better than here well i guess it's cooling down here too though yeah here is it was we had an outside service today and it was 51 when we started dang it's cold I liked it. I should have brought a beanie, though. My ears are getting cold. <laughs> I took up welding this week. I started welding. Oh, really? I've always wanted to learn how to weld. Dude, come by, man. Is it hard? Uh, it is if you don't have the right helmet. Because <laughs> I'm like, we had to weld something. Chuck was had to weld something for a, it was a mower. He had to weld a piece together. So he's kind of showing me how to weld and stuff, just a little bit. And uh, and the welding is pretty simple in itself. But it's just like the like if you never weld before, I didn't realize that. You have to get it the proper distance for it to arc. We have arc water. And if you get it too close, it just the rod just sticks to the oh. metal, and you have to like pry it off. Hmm. Yeah. Did just starting. Get, did you get it stuck on there? Oh yeah, I see oh. all the time. But I was like, man, the helmet is dark, it's supposed to be yeah. protect your eyes, but it's you have to like get it right, and then hit the helmet down without moving your hand, and then start it. Mm-hmm. It's hard to start it when you can't see. Yeah. And so I was like, do they make helmets like where it's just like it, the screen turns on when it gets bright? And he's like, yeah, they do. I said, well, I'm going to get one at, we had to go pick up some stuff at Harbor <laughs> Freight. So I got one. And uh, that helmet is so much better because you can see pretty much as clear as I can now. But as soon as it arcs, it'll sh- it'll it'll darken. Dang, that's great. How much was that? It was like 50 bucks. What? Yeah. I would crazy. I would be guessing like at least like three, four hundred. Yeah. And you can get way more expensive ones. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and you can set the sensitivity to like how bright the light has to be for it to react. And you can set, set the delay too. Dang. So the delay is all the way up to one, a one second delay. Or no, one tenth of a second delay. Um, That's so crazy. I, that was only 50 bucks? Yeah, 50 or 60 or something like that, yeah. Even like less than a hundred is... Yeah. I've like That's like crazy. So I went out and I tested it on the sun first. <laughs> it didn't work very well. <laughs> because the sun is just the light is so vast, you know. Mm-hmm. So it's not like one focal point of light. Yeah. So I go and I look down and look up and it'll flicker and I'm like, ah, my eyes, because <laughs> it will just flicker. But yeah, I took it inside. It's like this is cool. So That's I'm trying crazy. trying to lay dimes. If you know what that means? No. It, it's just like a, a really smooth weld. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, teach me. Teach me how to weld. You learn with me. I'm still learning. Yeah. Um, gotta go shooting shooting this week too. Oh yeah. Yep. I think I've only gone shooting twice. What'd you shoot? Like what did you shoot at? I mean, uh, the first time it was with uh, it was up in Idaho. Um, it was with uh some of their friends, and we shot. We shot. It was like we went up. They have like a a cabin. Um, 
and then they just had like this, this little target that you can shoot at. We put it like on top of a log. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's when I shot the 12 gauge, uh, the 22 and then the 45. Yeah. And then the second time I went, it was another one of their friends. He was, or I think still is probably, um, I think he was an undercover cop. What? That's mm-hmm. cool. And um, I think we shot. <laughs> nice. I want to say, I think that I shot a nine millimeter. <laughs> Sweet. Yeah. Those are the only times I've ever gone. So I don't have a lot of experience with it. Yeah, we'll have fun. I have a nine millimeter and I have a 40 caliber. Dude, 45s are crazy. Mm-hmm. Chuck has a 44 Magnum revolver. Ooh. I'm scared to shoot that thing. I'd and shoot it. I do shoot break it, my wrist. <laughs> when I do shoot it, I'm only going to put one round in there. Yeah. Because I don't <laughs> think I'll accidentally hit it again, but just in case. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we'll have fun. We have some rifles there, too, which are really fun to shoot. Um, But that's for Trent and I, not the listeners. <laughs> I guess. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um, I don't. I guess my grandpa was saying that my dad's a pretty good shot. Really? Uh huh. Yep. Yeah. I'm okay. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm good. I kind of suck actually, but <laughs> my mom said we should talk about speaking of guns, political correctness. What? What do you? What do? <laughs> what do you think of? Just off the bat, when you think of political correctness. I don't know. Nowadays, I feel like you can't talk about Trump. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think. When you think political correctness, it just seems like you're not allowed to talk about Trump or else the Libbies are going to get mad. <laughs> the Libbies. Yep. Um, yeah. Anything you talk about Trump is like politically incorrect. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, too, just like, um, do you think it's okay? And this is getting more just not necessarily politically correct, just respectful, but is it politically correct, for example, to say someone is retarded who is not actually retarded? No. Yeah. That's a little different. That's a little different. Yeah. Especially now that people are like really, (laughs) people are really getting, you know, I get like really offended by it now. Right. Because, I mean, back when I was elementary school um what was that black eyes black eyed peas song black eye black Black eyed peas song i don't know the one where they uh or maybe someone else changed it in that but like the let's get it started yeah oh did people say i think people started saying like let's get (laughs) retarded in here yeah oh yeah 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 well even in high school too we we dude okay Has Garrett ever told you about this? I think he, I don't know. He's told me there's been twice. And I, if I had to take, if I could take like any two moments in my life, it wouldn't be these two, but it would be it'd be <laughs> up there. <laughs> there was one time we were eating lunch, and I was talking to our friend Adam, and I'm like, dude, he said something. I'm like, dude, are you retarded? And as soon as I said that, someone, one of our friends, like sidestepped and moved over and <laughs> right behind my friend and he was as close as you are i mean literally behind him was um 
a girl with Down syndrome meeting with her, with her, what do you call those? Um, it's an adult that's with them the whole day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, oh, man. Like, why is that to happen to me? <laughs> and then a second time, I was walking with Garrett, and I said the same thing. He was saying something dumb. I'm like, dude, like, are you, I said it super loud. I said, you retarded, and we were walking in a section of the B building, which is that one oh, half downstairs, which is yeah. just the special education center. <laughs> and he's like, he's like, Jacob, look where we're at right now. And I booked it. I ran. <laughs> I felt so bad. But, like, I would, it's funny because you, you call your friends, you, you call people who are not retarded retards, mm-hmm. but you would never call someone who is literally mentally retarded a retard. Exactly. Yeah. Why is that? I don't, I don't know. I think, well, obviously it would be messed up if you, like, said that to. But it'd be okay someone. if you're like, oh, they're they're mentally retarded. Yeah. That, I, mean, I, feel, well, I don't know about nowadays, but back then, which was, like, five years ago mm-hmm. it was politically correct for me to say yes this person is mentally retarded it was inappropriate honestly incorrect un- but it was inappropriate to say oh you're retarded you know yeah but i would also never call a mentally retarded person a retard yeah but that, that's it's <laughs> <laughs> not funny is, is that the, no, thought, it, it, the is, thought of actually doing that is like crazy oh man yeah oh yeah i don't it's just i don't know I don't know if it's... What do you think political correctness is based off of? Uh, I mean, respect. Okay, but now I get into like, okay. Uh, I guess it is off respect a little bit. Then why does a definition or standard of respect change so much over the, over the course of the years? I... And who's setting that standard? The Libbies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so it's weird how that changes. Because, like, what were some in order? What were some politically incorrect things to say, like in the fifties? Well, they would now <laughs> be politically incorrect. What you look at? Like, <laughs> tell me, what is it? That's something I can't say. <laughs> what is it? I'll bleep it out. Oh no, I won't even say it. Oh, really? Oh, oh, I'm oh, white. Oh, 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 okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes, okay. <laughs> That's not politically incorrect. That's racist. Yeah, but it was... Not that it was... <laughs> <laughs> You're like, I won't even say it. You bleep <laughs> it out. <laughs> not that it was accepted back then, but it was more commonly used. It was accepted back then. By white people. Yeah. But like, I, what, and I, I totally agree. We shouldn't call them that ever. Mm-hmm. But it's just interesting. At what point do we say as a nation, this is just like wholly wrong? I don't, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Because it was totally normal for white people. And even I would say even to the effect that I'm sure there was white people that said it and they had no malice in their heart whatsoever. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there's a ton of people that had like just extreme racism in their Oh, mind. yeah. But it's weird because you could have, in that time, I believe you could have, it's my personal opinion, you could have no malice in your heart or mind and say that word because it was fine to say back then. But uh, if if you guys haven't caught on, we're talking about the N-word. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nice, yeah. Um, With a hard R. Yeah. See, yeah. I don't know if you can... 
say it with a hard R. Nowadays, for sure, you know you can't. Yeah. Oh yeah, heck no. But you don't. Do you think? I think you could have said that back then. Well, I know you said it back then. It was politically correct. <laughs> you I think just, you think I people saying it with a hard R always had it, always said it with some sort of hatred. It's possibly not, but it's hard not to think that they. I know, yeah, like I the agree. way it comes across. I think if people were like that, there was very few. Oh yeah, that were like, no, I don't hate black people <laughs> at all, but I'm gonna call them that word. Yeah, with the hard R. Okay, Christina <laughs> talked about this. My dad, for example, he was raised in Seaside, mm-hmm. which is super ghetto, and he was raised with almost all of his friends were black. Mm-hmm. Do you think it was now? Now he he used the N word. Now the hard R. Yeah, but he used the N word with his black friends. Do you think that was racist of him? No, because he's. He used meaning as just like a, a term of endearment, a term of f- like you're my culture. Friend. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so Christine and I were debating about this. She said, "No, it doesn't matter if they were raised and they're just seen as a part of the culture. If you're not black, you can't ever say that." And I would disagree with her. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I don't because I see I actually see this on Twitter a lot. People are saying like, if you're not black, you can't say the N word. Um, I don't know. I mean, if the people around you, obviously, I, I could never say that <laughs> yeah, to my yeah, friends. Yeah. <laughs> but do you, have you ever? Well, I'm not gonna yeah. put you on the spot. What have I ever said it to your friends that weren't black? Uh, in high school, we did, and we would say it more like jokingly, but we would never say that to a black person. Oh yeah, no. I think, but just today, like one of my friends in our group message, someone said, Hey, I'm coming up this weekend. He's like, sounds good. N word. <laughs> and both of them are white. We're all white. Yeah. Is that racist? No. Yeah. I don't think that is. I don't know though. Christina does. I think. <laughs> I love you, babe. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. Cause in my friend group, I mean, there's like there's white guys in my friend group that say it. We say right. it like that say it to each other and everything. Yeah, I tend to stay away from it. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, just because I feel like I'm too white to <laughs> say yeah. it. Uh, yeah, because not yeah. all your friends are. Your friend group isn't just white, are they? No, there's actually probably only one black guy. No, I'm they're, saying they're not all white. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, my friend group is all white. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's white people in my friend group are the minority. <laughs> <laughs> We're yeah. uh, they're either one black guy, uh, majority are Mexican and Indian. Okay, yeah. Um, and so, then yeah, I think there's three white guys. Do you think it's ra- Do you think it can be racist against your own ethnicity? Um. I mean, yeah, but <laughs> if anyone actually gets mad at a white person for being racist to another white person, they're insane. Like, if I if I went up and like called someone a cracker, I bet nine times out of ten 
that person would laugh yeah. or I'd just think like what but see what's different is in one sense yes you can be racist towards your own color but in one sense you can't it's because of how it's defined so racism is it's just hatred mm-hmm. of someone yeah based on their color yeah so if you're if you're racist against your own race, you still are ha- hating them, and uh, like even like when within um, I'm not in the black community, so I don't know this for, for <laughs> gospel truth, but I'm sure there's racism between light skin and dark skin black people. Yeah, yeah, and so they there's hatred based off the color of their skin, mm-hmm. but they're both my, black. Um, my cousin actually, um, he's half black, half white. Um, and I think like sometimes he would, uh, I think like people would tell him like, no, you can't say it. Like you can't say the N word or anything. Yeah. Cause, uh, he's like, yeah, you're you're basically white. And then even, uh, this kind of off topic, but it's funny cause the people, um, when he worked at like juvenile hall or even like in probation, they all think he's Mexican. Yeah. They don't. People think I'm Mexican. Do I look Mexican? With the mustache. <laughs> I, I hate it. I don't but hate I mean, it. I get so annoyed because I'll go to like uh, Julia's Taqueria in Denair. It's like a place, by the way. Julia's Taqueria in Denair. And so sometimes when it's like a new person, they'll talk to me in Spanish. I'm like, I don't speak <laughs> Spanish. And the one time this cashier got mad at me at a gas station because she's like, oh, it's talking Spanish. I'm, I, I didn't say I don't speak Spanish. I just replied in English. She kind of looked at me like, you like the sissy. Like, why are you denying your culture? But I don't speak. <laughs> I'm not I'm Mexican. And mm-hmm. they always, you know, go, they come to the ranch. People come to the ranch looking for work or they come to the ranch dropping something off, talk in Spanish. And I, so they'll say, uh, um, uh, hola, como estas? And I won't say muy bien because they think I then speak but, Spanish. Yeah, I already to them, I already look to Mexican. Mm-hmm. So I'll say, but then I either have to, if I don't want them to be upset at me, I'll say, oh, I don't speak Spanish. And when they do get upset at me, it's because they say, oh, como estas? And I say, I'm good. And so they think I they think yeah. I know what they're saying, which I do if they're saying como estas. But it's really weird anyways. Awkward yeah. with your story. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, that was, that was like kind of the end of it. But um, yeah, I don't think I was Mexican at all. I don't know. I don't really see it. People, even when I had no facial hair, people were like, oh, you look Mexican. I'm like, dude, no, I don't. Yeah. My dad used to get called a coconut. Yeah. Because <laughs> they're like, he's this guy got mad at him one time. He said, I was like, oh, you're just a coconut. He's like, what? He's like, you're you're uh, brown on the outside, but you're white on the inside. He's like, I'm not Mexican. <laughs> the guy's like, oh, <laughs> I didn't know. Anyways. But it's weird how the, the correctness or incorrectness of words just changes over time. Yeah. I... All right. I want to hear your opinion on this. Do you think people nowadays are too soft? Yes. And I say that hesitantly, or I hesitate to say that because I still don't know how much of it is just because I live in California. Mm-hmm. And it's just what comes here and what's around here, or how much it's literally, it's how the this is how America is. Yeah. Yes, I think. I think young people, particularly, yeah, new are generation. way soft. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I, th- you know what? I think a lot of it has to do with social media. 
How, like, like I, I feel like, yeah, but because like, they never had to. I'm talking about people younger than us now. Mm. They never have to or never had to deal with actual conflict. Yeah. It was all behind a screen. Yeah. And so you're allowed to get mad at someone and say you're not allowed to do and even like debates and stuff. Oh, this is incorrect and here's why. Well, you're already at a laptop researching your stuff. But I come to you in person and I say I make some argument that this is I don't know, for example, make anything. Apple laptops are better than PC. Nowadays kids they can't deal with that because they're not behind a computer, they can't search it. They don't have their some basic knowledge to say not even that it's right or wrong, but they don't have the basic knowledge to hold their own opinion. Mm-hmm. And so because of social media, we, we don't deal with actual conflict or actual confrontation. Yeah. And so they're not learned on how to, uh, they, they don't know how to cope with someone coming to their face and opposing them. Yeah. And instead of learning how to deal with that and stand by your opinion, it's just, that's hate speech. Yeah. So, that's my that's my sermon on uh, how social media makes us soft. Yeah, I totally agree with you. Um, do, do you think it's more than that too, though? Um, I mean, it can be a mix of that and also parenting. Oh, parenting for sure. Um, yeah, I don't. I just I see nowadays a lot with social media that a lot of people are just getting a lot more soft. Um. Even with movies and stuff. Um, like, there was... Oh, what was it? They're just yeah, getting soft. Yeah, like, people would complain about movies and stuff. Um, yeah. And so, like, like even, like, directors would have to change oh, yeah. parts of movies because it, people didn't agree with it. Well, then there's this it's whole like, thing, too, like, uh, um, people going back and... Uh, they hired some guy on SNL and they went back like 10 years ago and found some joke he did where he was making fun of Asian people. And he wasn't make he wasn't, he doesn't hate Asian people, but it was just part yeah. of his routine. Yeah. And so because of that, he got fired from SNL. That's ridiculous. But it happened 10 years ago. Yeah. And they're pointing out the fact like, well, how about you SNL? The fact that you just hired an Asian person and you've been in a show that's been running for like what, 40 years now? Mm-hmm. So that's another thing. If people are going back in people's past. Yeah. And there's one thing with two. With the, what's that lady's name? She's a comedian. She's pretty popular, but now she's quote unquote canceled. Oh, uh, is it, uh, Amy Schumer? No. Um, I'm sure she got canceled too. She just Probably. sucks though. Yeah. I, <laughs> it's some other famous good comedian. She's a woman. Um, she got canceled because like 20 years ago in college, she did blackface. Oh, uh oh gosh. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyways, it's, it's this whole movement of and now we're getting super political. <laughs> but with like the left, leftism, not liberalism, mm-hmm. like leftism, there's no redemption. Yeah. So you will, if you get anything wrong, that's it, you're done. Yeah. It's um I remember seeing something about Tom Segura. He's probably my favorite stand-up comedian. Hilarious. And Is he the one that has a podcast with the fart mic? Yeah. Okay, yeah. Um, And he's super funny. I love him. He did uh, this one joke where um, I think, like, it was taken way out of proportion mm-hmm. when people reported on it. Right. Um, And even, like, Haley 
talk to me and uh because i think i mentioned him or something and she didn't see the stand-up right um but i did i watched it before all this came out right and uh, i don't think it was anything super big but she like she told me she's like oh well i don't like him because uh he made fun of people with disabilities and that's not at all what he was talking about he wasn't making fun of them or anything he was talking about um weird things like weird disabilities and stuff like i think um like there was one where uh i think like a lady got into a car accident or something like that in the uk and she started she woke up from a coma um with like an asian accent yeah and he's like could you imagine that and uh just commenting on how crazy it would be if yeah if you had that disability yeah and um and i think he said that like the reason why he's like i i like like to make fun of him and stuff like that or like talk about him is because they make me uncomfortable (laughs) and like i mean that's that's something that i bet a lot of people feel but don't want to say they don't want to be looked at as that person but a lot of people feel that way oh yeah and he's just the only one that's not afraid to say it and so um yeah so it was taken way out of proportion well there's another one too this guy he was on um uh joe rogan's podcast like a week or two ago this comedian is speaking out of college and uh, he made a joke about like uh made a joke about how he's like yeah i i know being gay is not a choice because you have gay black dudes and he goes why would you want to be a double minority so like, you go through enough as a, a black guy so you're not gonna just be like yeah i'm just gonna just why don't we just go f- we'll just go for it the black thing's not so bad as be gay too but it's just, it was a joke yeah and then speaking to how he no he actually believes this as well like you you don't you that you don't choose to be gay yeah but they and so there's a whole thing i guess it's online too the, the actual like video of it but then they come out and they say okay that's enough for tonight like he was like 20 minutes in he had an hour and they kicked him off stage because he got crazy. complaints and stuff and like oh the sound man has to leave and he's like he's not leaving and they like yeah you don't have enough privilege to or you have too much privilege to be speaking on these issues wow and he's like they're jokes like you don't need privilege. You don't. Yeah. You can have all the privilege in the world. They're jokes. And he got. Yeah, I got kicked off stage. But these people are so like. There's and here's here's a sad truth, is that breed of people. They're it's going to be a short lived movement, because they're going to die off because, they're the ones that are not having kids. Yeah. And so they're like, well, why would I throw that in there? Because. The more, the less they have kids, the less numbers are going to be, and the less we're going to care about them because they're such a minority. But I thought it's so interesting. Like you, they want this to be the standard of the world. Uh, it's okay to be soft, all these things, but that's not going to last. And if you want that to last, then you need to start having kids and training your children <coughs> how to be that way too. Mm-hmm. I mean, look at like what is the, what is the biggest religion in the world? Is it Christianity? Yeah, because they have kids because mm. they want to they want their they want what they believe in to be more than just their lifetime mm-hmm. um 
um, Islam is passing that up now because Islam cares more about its religion and beliefs than now Christians do. So now Christians are having less kids because they don't care about their beliefs anymore because they're like, we're going to die anyways. Mm. It's getting a little religious, but <laughs> it's, it's just, it cracks me up because it can be so short-lived. Yeah. Like by the time we, by the time we have kids, I feel like it won't be that, that big of a deal. Mm-hmm. Or maybe you know, by the time we have grandkids, it won't be that big of a deal. Yeah. But I, don't know, I just, I don't get how you can be that soft though. I know, especially all right. The thing that makes me the most mad is when someone says something, whether it's true or false. A lot of the time, it can be false. Uh, I'm not saying that everything that's put out is false or in a sense fake news yeah. <laughs> um, yeah uh but the fact that so many people believe it mm-hmm. just because they see someone else mm-hmm. tweet it yep um put it on facebook because they see someone else do that they believe it and they spread it and then it yep. becomes yep. true yep because everyone else oh, yeah. believes it yeah and it's just, it's so ridiculous. And then you actually take the time, which is probably about five minutes, to actually do the research on it. And you find out, no, it's totally not true. It's That's not even the yeah. context that it was in. But you, it's, yep. and then also, people that are, are also like that, you can't convince them. No, because they don't care about the facts. Yeah. They really don't. So, like... I'm, we're all guilty. I'm guilty of that when it comes to like nutrition and stuff. It's like, oh, this is good for you. It's like, well, that's one opinion based off a myriad of studies mm-hmm. that someone. So you have to do. The, you have to look at the studies too. Yeah. But less and less articles. And st- I'm assuming you're referring to articles and everything. Mm-hmm. Less and less articles have the guts to actually put their sources out there too, because they know they're manipulating. Yeah. Their sources to be a certain way. Mm-hmm. But that's like with the the Mueller report, the Mueller report, Mueller report. Yeah. I, don't know, I got his name. It's like I heard so much about like, oh, you know, this is like what three years old now. But yeah, we definitely had a Russian and intrusion and stuff into our election and everything. And, but it's like, okay, so I finally bought it, the book, and read it. It's like they never say that. In fact, they say we don't have any evidence. We don't have enough evidence to say that the president for sure, you know, manipulated the election with the Russians. Mm-hmm. But there's lines in there that said that say like, here's how the Russians, di- I believe that the Russians did interfere with our election, but this, the Mueller report goes through, here's how they interfered, but at no point did they say, yeah, we, what did they say, colluded with them. Yeah. They say, we cannot prove that. That's it. Mm-hmm. But people take, oh, here's how they did it, so now Trump did it. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not necessarily pro Trump either. I'm just saying, they take a snippet of something that they agrees with them, mm-hmm. and then run with it. Yeah. But and then probably no one our age for sure will ever read that report. Oh, definitely not. Yeah. Um, another Even it's like three pages long. <laughs> yeah. I, another thing that I saw was this. Uh, this woman, um, I think her child died. I forgot how. Um, like a few days after it was born, she buried it in the backyard. Um, right. and then I forgot like how it was found and stuff like that. I, um, but what I do remember is like, this is what I wanted to bring up is that CNN reported on it. 
and they left out so much they left out they basically said this is what happened and this is how it was found and everything they reported like all the way up and then they said that like she wasn't getting any repercussions for it that she was getting off um when in reality um she actually she i went on i think it was katie and i that were looking it up and then so she went to cnn and then she went to oh what it was some other one and it gave a little bit more information Mm -hmm. so i was like all right cnn's already leaving out stuff yeah and we went to fox fox had everything in there yeah he uh fox uh it said that like i think uh, i can't remember if she was getting jail time or not i i want to say no you said she killed a baby or it died it died i forgot i forgot um exactly how um but basically she was getting she was then put on like three years of probation Uh uh-huh so yeah like it's still probably like it's still not that much but the fact of leaving that out it just shows that cnn is not reliable to go to for news and that's where so many people go for news yeah and basically it's it's putting out information that they want or that they know the public wants to see so that yeah. they will side with them oh yeah um and be like totally against anyone that tries to go against that right yeah yeah it's crazy man well, that's how people are soft too, because they're used to hearing what they want to hear. Yeah. But why? What? Like, why do you think people have this inability? I mean, we already discussed it might be social media. Why <clears> do you think people have this inability to deal with someone that disagrees with them? I was reading. You, I was just reading the video. It's a, a documentary. It's for free on YouTube. It's called the Free Speech Apocalypse. Mm-hmm. And someone goes, and here's this guy says, uh what do you define as hate speech? And he said, hate speech is winning is anytime you're winning an argument against a liberal. <laughs> and it's not because that's, it's true because that's what they call it because yeah. I'm not trying to get too political where we're picking sides or anything, mm-hmm. but even if you're a, a millennial Republican, chances are uh, if you encounter an argument that you don't know how to, um, you don't know, a uh, rebuttal to the younger generation's immediate response is straight to feelings because they can't process or say, you know what? That's a good point. I'll get back to you on it. Cause it's, mm-hmm. it's like, it's just, it's this huge need, I think to be 100% right. And everything you believe. And if you can't prove it, then just get upset about it. Yeah. And I have zero tolerance for people like that. Hmm. I don't encounter them a lot because I don't go out a lot, but <laughs> like we, I had, you see that a lot in college, especially at Stan. Yeah. It's, uh, it's, and I get so upset because we'll get emails from Stan and I got an email one time promoting this. I'm, I'm obviously I'm anti, not anti in a hateful sense, but I'm against homosexuality. I'm against transgenderism. I'm against sex change. I'm against all that stuff. Mm-hmm. My inbox get bla- gets blasted with those events from Stan. 
And so I told someone one time, I said, well, would I get the same uh, availability or, or uh, option to push a, can, can I, I'm going to have an event at Stanislaus where I'm going to, I'm going to have a one hour event where I teach, where I, I preach the Bible. Can I blast that out to every student on campus without consent? You think I'd be able to do that? Nope. Heck no. So it's like, what's, what's the standard? There's, there is no standard. Exactly. And only, yeah, we, there's, they tolerate anything but intolerance. <laughs> yeah. Ah, oh, man. It's just like, go on. I can go on this for days. And, um, oh, what was I going to say? Um, shoot, I forgot what I was going to say. I don't oh, know. I forgot. I forgot. Okay. Go, go ahead. Let's move topics now. Let's talk about, uh, something we should get back to as a society, especially in the university system. And that is debates. Mm-hmm. Do you think debates are useful? Yeah. Do you think, do you think we should engage in more formal public moderated debates in our society? Yeah. Why? Um, so people don't end up like today's society. Right. Yeah. Um, but also, uh, I feel like it would be beneficial with better face-to-face communication, better dealing uh, with arguments and seeing both sides. Right. um, And not, you know, like obviously you're trying to, you want to, yeah. But also picking out parts of the other side saying what's wrong with this or maybe, all right, I understand that. Right. Um, so stuff like that. I think it's good too because if done properly, it teaches people how to have a civilized conversation. You can still love someone even if you do agree with them completely. Yeah. Like, so I'm anti those things I told you about. Yeah. I don't hate any of those people. Yeah. And I'd, yeah, be, yeah. I'd be just fine hanging out with all of them. Yeah. Um, except for the ones that are like hate me because I don't like, I don't agree with their stances. Yeah. But that's that, and that's a case in point. If people are both civil, you can still live just fine together. Yeah. So I think public debates do that. Hopefully they, they show you can have a civil conversation. But two, I think a lot of issues become will become more and more black and white the more you publicly debate them. Mm-hmm. Because both sides are presenting all the evidence. Yeah. And then the best part of the debate is cross-examination where it's like, okay, you said this, I'm going to challenge you on that right now. Where the, where, how do you back that up? Yeah. In light of these. So it, I think it should become more and more black and white. And I think, I think just a byproduct people would be more educated. Yeah. I don't know. I could be totally wrong though. They made a terrible idea. No, I, I believe that. I mean, obviously it's not going to happen. But <laughs> yeah. It does. It happens, but it happens in very, very specific communi- communities. Mm-hmm. So like the only debates I know about are, they only take place in the theological community. So I know about a ton of theological debates mm-hmm. and then in politics too. That, that's it. Just those yeah. two areas. Um, and maybe it's just that way. I don't know. But um, we used to do a lot more of that. There used to be a lot more discourse all throughout world history. Uh-huh. It wasn't just, oh, he, he said this and that. And what do you think? It was just people would just gather and talk publicly in a civil manner and deal out actual arguments and actual facts. Yeah. 
And then nowadays it's hard to not have it turn into a screaming match. Yeah. Do you know back in the days in like the 1700s and 1600s in seminary, for to get earn your doctorate, your final assignment was, so you have your doctoral thesis, right? Mm-hmm. Your final assignment was you had to debate someone on the opposite side of that opinion in Greek. You had to speak Greek the whole time because the Bible is written in mm-hmm. Greek, essentially. So you had to speak Greek the whole time. You had to read the Greek Bible the whole the uh, in American school, the whole debate was in Greek. That's crazy. So those people are way smarter. Yeah. Than we are. I can't. I can learn. I'm sure, but I can't do that now. Yeah. But now you have schools. Like there's schools that are quote unquote seminaries that are so like. They're not academic anymore, and so I'm just talking about the church in, in simplicity. But you. You have so you're losing academic stuff, and now it's moving to feelings, and so now you have high schoolers that will leave the church. They were never taught anything about like doctrine or anything, and they go to they go to school and college, and obviously college professors challenge what they believe as they should, and they can't handle it because they never were taught how to argue against it, and so they mm-hmm. end up leaving their religion. And the same thing's happening, you know, just with political stuff too. We're not teaching how to do proper politics, mm-hmm. and People they go out and they don't know how to defend their their beliefs and then they get whopped in the head and that's why we're soft. Yeah. Rant over <laughs> on that one. But I think debates are good though. Yeah. yeah I want yeah. I want to do a debate so bad. I want to I want to debate an atheist. <laughs> really bad. <laughs> Tim and I used to do a podcast. It was a, a theology podcast, and um, a friend of ours, his brother. And his brother's friend, they were two atheists, and they had a podcast. I'm like, dude, we got to do a two-on-two debate. It would be hard for me because I'm not, like, up to your level at all. No, I'm saying tr- I'm saying Tim and I should have done Oh, okay, okay, okay. No, okay. yeah. No, I'd be I like, say, no, me? <laughs> no. No, no, no. And even he was like, dude, no way. I'm like, oh, we could do it, man. And if just just the experience, you know? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I was like, two-on-two debate, um, is the God of the Bible real? That would be so, that would be the best. I'd want to see it. You know what I say? Uh, you, just, you just say the whole, I even have a shirt. It says, so what? <laughs> if the atheist says anything, so what? Because they had nothing. They, everything's random anyways. Mm-hmm. Getting on, on a, off on a tangent. Speaking of debates and people being soft and political correctness, do you believe in global warming? We're going fast today. Uh, what are we at right now? Oh, right here, we're going through our topics fast. This is our, oh, fourth, oh, oh. This is our fourth topic, and we're at uh, 51 minutes. Dang. Um, no. You don't? Mm-mm. Why not? Ugh. It's okay. You're not like a debate or anything. I know. You can be candid with me. Um... I don't know. I remember. Oh gosh. I forgot what I would say about it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I'm like totally drawing a blank right now. Um. So you don't think the globe is warming? No. Why not? I believe that there's 
pollution. But I feel like that's what everyone associates global warming with. Yeah, so we have to define what global warming is. So global warming is the general temperature of the Earth, because obviously you have like Antarctica, it's way colder than... Yeah. It's not as hot as it is here. It's, it's way less hot there than it is here. Mm-hmm. So global warming is the average temperature of the Earth is going up. Mm-hmm. Do you think the average temperature of the Earth is going up? No. You don't? No. I do. Do you? Yeah. Is that a problem? That's where you get into the debate. Mm-hmm. So there's global warming and then there's climate change. Where like, Because like, like Arizona is getting colder. Well, so that's... People say, oh, it's getting colder here, so global warming is not a thing. Well, no, it's just climate change is a thing. Mm-hmm. So Arizona is not supposed to get colder. Yeah. It's supposed to get stay about the same. So the climate is changing. Well, I don't, I, well, I have not uh, settled on, in one sense, is whether it's a threat to human life. And part of it's for two reasons. Part of it's just because I, you know, I'm a Christian, I believe in God, and I, d- I believe in certain things that would say, Earth's not going to go anywhere, it's going to be fine. But the other part is where I, I'm not sure is, I don't know if you could trust anything beyond raw data. Mm-hmm. But it's hard to make a decision when it comes to global warming because there's raw data that well, you and I can't interpret. Yeah. So scientists, learned scientists, people who have their doctorates and stuff, they have to interpret that data for us. Yeah. But I think the scientists that people listen to tend to be towards one lean towards one political view mm-hmm. I don't know if you'd agree with that or anything yeah no I see I see it <clears throat> so I don't know I, I don't think we're dying in 12 years that's for sure no well what was that one thing that we're saying that um like the effects of global warming won't be reversible in like it was like eight months or something like that yeah but they, there's a thing is, oh, the world's ending in 12 years. They've been saying that for like the past 60 years. Mm-hmm. Remember 2012? <laughs> yeah, dude, I, I was scared that year. But to, and I guess I listened to one podcast and these guys are like in their 50s or early 60s. Like, yeah, I remember like back in whatever decade it was like we were going to freeze to death. Mm-hmm. And now it's getting too hot. But so I, we went through that in my frontiers biology class last week. And, um, oh, today's Sunday. I have to do homework. Um just keep stopping. Anyways, um, so this guy's saying, you know, you guys probably hear a lot, oh, car pollution and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And he says, all we we could not out pollute the Earth, the Earth's own pollution, because it's not the the carbon dioxide, you know, the greenhouse gases that are quote unquote causing the problem. They're like a fraction of what's actually causing the global warming. A lot of it is, if not almost all of it is, the methane gas being released from the ocean. That's what's, that's what's, so you could do all electric cars, shut down companies, and you still have a problem because the earth, the, the ocean is letting off way too much methane gas. Mm-hmm. So then it's the balance between like, okay, sure, this is happening, but how much of it is, not that we shouldn't be 
environmentally conscious, but how much of it is humans being here, and how much is how much of it is just this how it goes? Yeah, I don't know. I'm still ranting. Then the other thing he said is the problem isn't the rise in temperature and stuff because that's it's been way hotter on Earth before. Yeah. So the problem is the how rapidly it's happening. Okay. So the rise in temperature between for the past 300 years, the rise in temperature that we've experienced usually occurs over a 10,000 year span. Hmm. Then you have guys like me. I believe the earth is only 10,000 years old. I'm a young earth creationist. So it's like, okay, well, how does that come into play? Cause I don't believe the earth is a billion years old. So 10,000 year span be like one temperature rise over the course of the whole earth's history. We've obviously had the earth's obviously been hotter before. And if you're a young earth creationist, it, it fell and rose in way shorter periods of time. I don't know, dude. I'm, I'm confusing myself now. <laughs> so you don't think it's a threat. Mm-mm. You think we'll be fine in 12 years. Yeah. Think we'll be fine in 50 years. Yeah. hundred. Yeah. Do you think we'll, Earth will ever just end? It really doesn't matter. Uh, For us, I'll, yeah. I'll be dead. But do you think it's an excuse not to take care of the Earth now? No. Yeah. No, yeah, you should always you should take care of the Earth. Why? Because, well, I mean... Are you a pantheist? What's that? <laughs> God is nature. He's in everything. Um, It's like he, he is this table. He is a tree outside. No. Yeah. <laughs> Good. That'd be weird. <laughs> um Yeah, I mean obviously with like you want to be clean, breathing in clean air. Yeah. I mean, yeah, plants photosynthesize make clean air and everything, but also like also it just makes it look ugly though. Cuz if you look yeah, yeah. at LA sometimes all the smog yeah yeah but like you see like sunsetting here you see purple skies and stuff yeah looks beautiful that's all pollution yeah yeah <laughs> like Christine gets so mad at me she's, she's like oh it looks so pretty I'm like oh isn't pollution just so great <laughs> she's always like shut up um well that's another thing too was like our professor said what's wrong with the carbon dioxide out of cars don't plants love that's what they eat it's what they inhale mm-hmm so why is it a problem if we're giving them a ton of it? And he was saying it's not a problem at all. It's just that when the earth gets hotter, the plants reverse photosynthesize and produce more carbon dioxide because they're saving water. Hmm. It's a really huge thing. Oh. But it's like, okay, well, we have 140 degree weather in the summer, and my almond trees do just fine. Yeah. So Yeah. is it really going to matter that much? <laughs> Anyways. And also just like preservation of like your parks and everything. So you Yeah, you okay. Go out and I do have things. this I have this belief and Christina gets mad at me. I always practice that Christina gets mad at me because we debate a lot of stuff. I think national parks should not be a thing. And national parks the national park system is actually what causes, to some extent, is what causes problems with national parks and that land being trashed. 
Is it because it brings people in? Right. Okay, yeah. I would never have known about Yosemite if it was never a national park. Yeah. And therefore, I, I truly believe this, Yosemite would would be less damaged if it was a national park. It <coughs> might be trash and stuff, okay? But you also have people that will go pick that stuff up. Yeah. Like, yeah. look at... <laughs> Sorry. Like, look when they had a government shutdown. Mm-hmm. People went and picked it up. Yeah. Because no one was working there. So, I believe you would preserve land way better if you never made a national park. Yeah, I mean, that, that's understandable. And I, I truly believe this. I think the only reason the national park system was invented was to make the government more money. Because it's mm-hmm. 30 bucks for a car to get into Yosemite. Dang. And think of how many people go to Yosemite every day. Yeah. Unless you go on Sundays. Sundays it's free. It is? Yeah. I didn't have to pay anything when Katie and I went on a Sunday. And so I've heard people say, you know, uh, well, you have to make money to pay for the park rangers and stuff. It's like, well, if you didn't have them in the first place, <laughs> yeah. you wouldn't have to pay for them. <laughs> well, then also, I mean, that creates jobs. Um, true. True. It, it does. But it creates government jobs, which aren't the best. Yeah. So, I mean, there's, there's pros and cons to it. There's pros and cons to everything. But if you're looking at preserving national parks. Look um, at like, uh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Then, yeah, I mean, like, I, I actually, I agree with you. Where? Look at like um, Knight's Ferry. Mm-hmm. It's not really a naturally beautiful place anyways, but it's a, it's a nice park to go to. Yeah. It's fun to hike around. Yeah. It's not super trashed, Mm-mm. and people only people only reason roads and stuff are there is because people settled there. You know, they, they yeah. made homes there. But beyond that, you don't see. There's nothing really. It's there's you know it's just left alone. Yeah, and I, I don't hardly see any trash <clears throat> anywhere over there. Mm. Now, if it was like a national park, which it would never be so ugly, but it's not that ugly. It's just like there's nothing there to yeah be I, monumental. Like, it's just that like I feel like we've also been there multiple times yeah so yeah just leave stuff alone yeah i do love yosemite though mm-hmm. christina and i want to go to before we're dead go to every national park in the u.s that'd be fun and i didn't know there's like eight in alaska so you what i didn't know there's there's like eight of them in alaska oh at least said you ate in alaska oh, no, i was I'm like sorry. you went to alaska <laughs> Um, if it's black, fight back. If it's a brown, lie down. If it's a white, you're dead. That's for bears. If it's a black bear. It's a oh, it's like black, a- fight back. If it's a brown bear, if it's a brown, lie down. If it's white, polar bear, you're dead. <laughs> you can't do anything. Keep your bear spray. After watching Backcountry, if you ever go camping in like an unestablished area, you know, I will be wielding a desert eagle mm-hmm. at all times yeah um <clears throat> i'm sorry if bear charges me like it's sad sure oh yeah it's my um, life before the bear come yeah. on <laughs> even christina agrees with that one yeah and then i mean hey might as well eat it yeah bear sure meat. i can see legal actually though which is funny because you can kill it in self-defense we can't eat it but you can kill it and not self-defense and eat it I'm speaking outside of my head. Cause I don't know if that's actually legal or not, but I'm assuming yeah. you can't uh, eat something you killed out of self-defense. 
Unless no one knows about it. But I mean, like, you're going to why not be out there defending yourself with a desert eagle and be like, hey, let's skin this bear. And Hey, I killed it. Yeah. I killed my own food. <clears throat> <laughs> Have you had bear jerky? Yeah. That's probably the best jerky ever. Have you ever had a crocodile jerky? Jerky, no. I've had crocodile, though. Tastes like fish. Really? Yeah. Have I you had uh, frog legs? No, I've always wanted to, though. I'm telling you, dude, it feels like you're eating chicken, but it tastes like you're eating fish, and it's the best thing ever. Hmm. Yeah. It's crazy. Then we had that. I had a crocodile. We went to the Duck Dynasty restaurant when I was in the Master's Commission. Hmm. We were did a missions trip to Arkansas. Like, all right, we're going to go to uh, um, Louisiana, I think. Like, oh, we just drove like over across the states, like twenty four hours of driving. I'm like, dude, how long is that gonna take? Like, oh, like twenty minutes. I'm like, oh, I forgot. <laughs> states are way closer to get through out there. Yeah. But yeah, dude, we were drove for eighteen hours straight from California to Oklahoma. Dang. Then we slept in Oklahoma because the church knew a family there, and then we drove however many hours from Oklahoma to Arkansas. And then the same way back, we drove to Arkansas to Oklahoma, which is a short drive, mm. relatively short. Slept there, then eighteen hours. From Oklahoma back to California. Jeez. And I wasn't with them when I when they went from California to Oklahoma because um I was here for a wedding and then so I just flew straight out to Oklahoma. Anyways. That's yeah. neither here nor there. <clears throat> yeah, I mean that would be fun, like what you guys are doing with uh national parks. Yeah. Cause what I, I wanna do. Oh wait, sorry, what? I think we're gonna buy if we do that, we're gonna start we're gonna buy a, uh, a lifetime pass. Yeah. Um. Because what I want to do, what I've been obsessed with, uh, I guess recently, but I mean I've always kind of been obsessed with this. Um. <clears throat> is overlanding. Overland? What's that? So overlanding is when you take. Um. Mainly, not so much a car, like a truck or a Jeep. Uh, <clears throat> in my case, I've been looking at Tacomas. Oh, yeah. So, I think that's actually going to be my next car that I get in the future. That's the car I wanted was a uh, Toyota Tacoma. Mm-hmm. And <clears throat> mainly it's uh, Jeeps, trucks. Um, you have, like, some SUVs, like the 4Runners. Um and uh, what's the other Toyota I'm thinking of? Tundra. Yeah, they do Tundras. But um, yeah, mainly like the biggest ones are uh, the Forerunner, Tacoma, and Jeep. And um, like the setups that people have are crazy. Um, and basically. Uh, the reason why I want to get a Tacoma for it is because, first of all, it's way better on gas, and then also, you can you have they have like rooftop campers, oh so yeah. rooftop tents, and you put it above your bed but below the cab, so it, you don't have as much air resistance on it. Yeah. So then you're still getting better gas mileage. Um, yeah, like you can watch people on like YouTube and stuff and they like, they'll go up and have uh, like camping trips and stuff like that. Overlanding. Uh huh. 
like a big uh, one of the people that I watch. Why is it called overlanding? Because you're going over the land. You're just like living on it. Huh. Instead of like off-roading or four-wheeling, uh, stuff like that. So overlanding is not as crazy as off-roading because you're still going off-road. But also you're not like trying to do like the craziest rock climbs or like crazy mud pits, stuff like that. Right. Oops. Sorry. Um, yeah. You're mainly doing it to get out, um, to get out of the city, to go and experience nature, stuff like that. Huh. Uh, so it's more, it's more like camping. Did you know that I am part of the International Lunting Society? Yeah. <laughs> Who told you? You. I did. Yeah. When did I tell you that? I was there when you got your letter. Oh, what? Yeah, I did. That was so cool. <laughs> Lunting is the art of smoking a tobacco pipe while going on a leisurely walk in nature. <laughs> I got a patch and everything. Lenting. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm ready to wrap this thing up. Mm-hmm. Um, where can they find us, Trent? On Instagram. Uh, at StuggleWolfPod. We're not on Twitter, are we? We, I mean, we have an account. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that gets ignored. Yeah, because I, I, I hate Twitter. Yeah, I don't, I never post on there. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Instagram at, and Twitter. Yeah, Instagram and Twitter, at StuggleWolfPod. Um, send us an email at StuggleWolfPod at gmail.com. Or you can call us at 209-250-7527. Yep. Leave us a voicemail. Tell us uh, your political correctness views. Or if you think people are soft. Yeah. Or Um, if you think we should bait more. Yeah. Uh, Or if you believe in uh, global... uh, Global warming. Global calienteing. Um... (laughs) Yeah, whatever else we talked about on here. Yeah, short episode. Yeah, how long was it? An hour and... I'm assuming by the time we hit end, it'll be an hour and 12 minutes. Hmm. Which is probably better than yeah. two hours and 45 minutes. <laughs> um, We'll be working on the momisodes again. Yes, yeah. And so. if you look at the podcast on iTunes, the numbers for some reason are out of whack. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that is. It would be like that anyways, but when I look at my feed on my iTunes, it doesn't have the numbers next to it. Yeah. Now, so maybe the number episode we're on is at the end of the title of the episode. Yeah. Steel Wool number 00. Well, now it's 011. Hmm. Double digits. Double digits. Only 989 episodes to go. Before we call this thing quits, I'm done at a thousand. <laughs> we hit a thousand, that'll be our last episode. <laughs> Thank you for listening in Minnesota and New York. Actually, New York stopped listening. Oh, dang it. <laughs> do we still have Minnesota? Uh, do we get Minnesota? Or is it still, Mis- or is it just Michigan? Michigan, sorry. Yeah, oh, Michigan. Michigan. Uh, we'll miss you, New York, but you know what? Michigan's cooler. Yeah. We essentially have you here in California. It's the same, same state, essentially. Yeah. Anyways, see you next time. Bye.